Today, we're going to be talking about how you can become your own PR superhero. One of the biggest things that PR can do is give your business or brand credibility. It can also raise your perceived value to the public and connect you with greater opportunities that you would not have otherwise. But before we get started, I'd like to take a moment to let y'all know about some really big news if you have not already heard. After all the highs and lows of owning our own business, because we've learned so, so much along the way and we love to share, me and my partner Alex have decided to come together to offer you a couple of courses this fall. The first one's called Jumpstart Your Online Business, and the second is My Complete Beauty Brand Bootcamp, where I'll give you the exact formula on how I developed my lucrative brand over the last five years to save you time and money. So if you're in the market to expand your brick and mortar to online, or if you're an entrepreneur just starting out online, or if you've always dreamt of starting your own beauty brand, sign up for our newsletter now at gentryquin.com and keep an eye out for those details later this summer. So before we get started again, I want to tell you just a little bit of something about me that you might not know. Besides being a beauty professional, I have a film degree and my number one passion is writing. I've also written multiple screenplays and worked on independent productions. I'm also a geek when it comes to creating headlines, titles, and names for my projects. I seriously love it. Even though it's a ton of work, I've definitely improved over the years and I am looking so forward to sharing those experiences and those teachings with you today. So let's jump right in. Let me guess, you have something you wanna showcase on TV. You don't have a ton of money, but you just know that if you have the chance to be in front of a larger audience, that it could be so great for you and your business. You've tried feverishly to get in touch with someone through social media maybe, uh, maybe you've reached out to the television stations, maybe you've called in and crickets. Yes, I have totally been there, my friend, and that's why I've decided to create this special episode for you today. I'm going to take you through a step-by-step -step process to get you set up for success, and if you follow it, I promise it will boost your chances once and for all of getting that special story and product of yours on TV, and you can be your own PR superhero. Okay, having said that, I'm going to tell you a really, really quick story, and then I'm going to jump into the five things you can do to improve your chances of getting on TV. So this is what happened to me. For the first three years of having my own makeup line, I tried various ways of making connections and being on TV. I reached out to publishers. I gave away products for free. I created a media kit that I'm pretty sure no one ever saw. I held events catering to influencers at our brick and mortar store. And I even reached out to other peers who I had seen on TV. And I was not in luck. There are multiple reasons for this. Some people are protecting their contacts. They may not feel like it's professional to give those out to you. Other people might be of a higher status and they might have a PR person representing them. So they sincerely don't even know who the contact is. And then lastly, sometimes people just don't feel like sharing. They're all respectable in their own right. But at the end of the day, it didn't help me and it didn't matter. I didn't have a PR person like you and any inside connections or anyone to help me seemed so, so far away. And even when I finally did employ someone or designate someone to help me spend time on making the connections, I really didn't have because I was so busy working that I still had no luck. So this is when it's about who you know, right? Or is it? Well, I'm going to tell you, one day I was working on the Florida retail store and an unassuming pretty blonde woman approached me. She was looking for an, a standout outfit 
for her engagement pictures. And I excitedly wanted to help her pick out the perfect tool skirt. And then I proceeded to tell her about my beauty products because she seemed interested. At one point in the conversation, she paused and said, have you ever been on Studio 512, which is a local Austin TV station, if you don't know? And I looked at her with a large grin and literally blurted out, no, but I want to. And my mom's always telling me I need to be on there, but I can't get a hold of anyone. Do you know how? <laughs> to which she responded, well, I normally don't do this kind of thing when I'm off the weekends, but I'm a host on the show and I think you might be a good fit. So here's my number. She wrote it down. And let me tell you, I did not waste any time in the preceding weeks to come. This is when my creative writing and my RTF background kicked in. I immediately put together a pitch of about three different options for them to choose from. I knew from my film background and screenwriting experience that stories sell, but I also intuitively knew that if it was truly free and there was no cost associated with it, like other TV stations, then there had to be something in it for them. And we'll get to that in a second or I would not get on the show. So today I'm gonna to walk you through five ways to ensure you have the best chances of getting the PR help that you need at zero cost. How are you gonna do this, you may ask? Well, you are going to become your own PR superhero. Okay, number one is build connections. Instead of thinking about where you are now, think about the big picture of where you wanna be and work backwards. What I mean by that is think of how you can reverse engineer the process. Okay, let's think. If you want to ask someone for something, is it a good idea if you just contact them out of the blue and they've never heard of you before and just ask for something? Uh, probably not. It's about building relationships, right? And how do you do that? You do it by becoming a true supporter. Maybe you like their pages. Maybe you comment on some of their content. Maybe you share it. TV needs content and they need it to be seen. Remember that behind all of the glitz and glam, which is what we talk about here on the show a lot of the time, TV is a business and they will appreciate your support. After and only after you've made that connection, should you reach out to them. Do not ask them for something right away, which leads me to my next point. What is in it for them? If you're gonna be on a local TV station for free, remember some are paid, then you can't expect to pitch your products or services without offering them something in return that their audience really, really wants. Emphasis on the audience. Make sure to watch their show and know and understand who else watches it so that your idea makes sense for their viewers. An example, in every pitch I ever made, I'm teaching their audience how to accomplish something, whether it's a DIY skincare routine, maybe if it's an easy trend um, for makeup, or it's a healthy recipe that's also good for your skin. Because I know that a lot of moms that are watching, they're probably on a budget, they have kids, so they don't have a lot of time. So I need to pitch easy stuff that's easy to recreate, affordable stuff, um, rather than something complicated or fancy. Does that make sense? Also a little side note, you have about three to five minutes on the air to do your thing. So take that into consideration, which moves on. We're going to move on to number three, which is using catchy headlines and to tell your story. Remember facts tell and stories sell. Now I'm going to give you a few examples here of how you can use your own story. Like we do when we're writing screenplays to create captivating headlines for your pitch. 
Number one is everyone loves a comeback story, okay? And a good, great example of this is Steve Jobs. He got kicked out of his own company, went on a hiatus, and then many years they go back to him to save the company that they kicked him out of. Flash forward to today, we have Apple. The rest is history, right? My number two example, it's going to be everyone loves a Cinderella story, right? So a good example of this is John Paul DeJoria, founder of Paul Mitchell and Patron Spirits Company. He was literally homeless before he became a billionaire. Now your story does not have to be this dramatic, but it does need to be compelling. So my number three is going to be a hero's journey. Think of Aaron Brockovich, who is a renowned consumer advocate, righting the wrongs every day on multiple fronts. I got that offline. The beauty of the story is that it is yours and no two stories are the same. So focus on your authentic journey and use some of these examples to start there. Number four is be professional and look the part. When you're sitting there thinking about how much more comfortable those flats are than those heels, remember how the heels make you feel. This isn't a phony superficial statement. For this to resonate, let's think about how the brain and body works. When you think a certain kind of way about something, it affects the way you feel. And the way you feel directly impacts and often dictates your actions. Now let's flip it around and consider the viewer watching you. If you look the part, someone will think that you're professional and will feel like they can trust you, which may lead them to an action of engaging with you and being part of your community or even buying your product. Okay. So number five is practice and then practice some more. Regardless of how many times I'm on TV, I always put practice time on my calendar and I make sure to walk through every single aspect, including the props, at least a day or two before to make sure I have everything covered. I even take a picture of my setup so that I can easily re recreate it. When I first started, I would often practice one or two weeks ahead of time. I even time it. Remember, I told you you only have a few minutes to say what you want, and you have to consider that there's an intro, and then there's also a host that's asking questions. So the best way to be prepared and to have confidence is to practice. Then if things change, you will be oiled up, and you'll be old enough, oiled up enough to roll with it. Okay, so what are some of the takeaways today? Is there any luck involved? Sure, there may be some luck, but is there really... Committed, determined, and talented people like you and I know that there's also strategy as well as tenacity, perseverance, and dedication that comes into play when you do meet the opportunity, which you will if you keep going. Remember, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So my questions for you are this. Are you going to be prepared? Do you have ideas already ready to pitch? Do you have your thoughts together? A page where people can easily find you? Do you have your products in place? Do they look professional? That's why I'm here with you today to share these actionable things that you can do now so that you will be ready for your first big opportunity. And if you keep your eyes open and your eyes on the prize, my friend, it will inevitably come your way. Now, if you're not already, make sure to sign up for our mailing list at gentryquin.com for inspiring weekly wellness and skincare tips, as well as news on our upcoming courses this fall on how to jumpstart your own business and complete beauty brand bootcamp. We're so excited. And until next time, remember, the more you know, the more you glow.